Welcome to Making Michaela. I'm your host, Michaela Lacey, a 19-year-old marketing student, marketing intern, content creator, and part-time server. As a young woman who is about to be navigating her 20s, I've realized how confusing the real world can be. So in this podcast, I'll be chatting with experts in topics ranging from wellness to networking and having girl chats with friends from relationships to finding your career path. All to help you and me build our best aligned lives because no, you're not alone. Growing up is hard. I hope this episode brings some sort of value to your journey. And if it does, please don't forget get to rate, review, and follow the show. Hello, and welcome back to Making Michaela. I'm here again with another solo episode. This is the last one in this little series of solo episodes that I've been doing. I finally have another guest planned for next week, so I'm super excited for that. She is a wellness girl. We're going to be talking about cycle syncing and the role that beliefs play on your physical health, so that'll be super interesting, and stay tuned for that one. Today, we are going to be talking all about boundaries and setting boundaries. I had a few requests for this, and thank you so much if you were quest topics. It helps me understand what you guys want to hear and it just makes it so much easier for me. So if you have any topics that you ever want to suggest, please let me know. There's a anonymous form on my Instagram and the podcast Instagram. You can find the links in the show notes and you can submit whatever you want to hear there. Whenever I start to think about boundaries, it kind of feels a little bit sticky because I start thinking about the people-pleasing side of it. And I never really thought of myself as a people pleaser until recently whenever I realized that the thought of setting boundaries scares me because I'm scared of how the other person will react and if it's going to upset them, if they're going to think that it's weird that I'm setting a boundary. But the thing that you have to realize about that is that if someone gets mad at you for setting a boundary, consider that a sign that the boundary was necessary. The only people that are going to be upset at you for setting a boundary are the people that are benefiting from it. The people that are taking advantage of you, they know that they're taking advantage of you, they know that they're getting a good deal, it's just kind of an icky thing. I think that anybody that respects you would understand you setting a boundary. Another thing that goes with that is that givers need to set limits because takers rarely do. Nobody is going to set a boundary on what they're taking from you. They are just going to keep going and taking as long as you're fine with it and putting up with it. A lack of boundaries invites a lack of respect. I feel like I used to think that not setting boundaries made me a more likable person, but it also made people not respect me as much. And this is really random, but as a server, I experienced that by kind of going above and beyond whenever I very first started out and doing whatever the person asked me to, even if it was ridiculous, just because I was trying to please them. But whenever I set a boundary and I'm like, that's not within my scope of work. I'm not the person that handles that. That's kind of ridiculous. Whenever I'm setting a boundary, they just respect you more. You're so much more respectable and I would get better tips from that. So, because I'm not being a pushover. Another thing to know is that there's a difference between boundaries and standards. Boundaries are used to keep your self-love intact and prevent you from being treated in a way you don't feel fit. An example could be no last-minute dates. Standards are the qualities that must be presented before you agree to interact with someone. An example would be, you must have a job. I feel like a lot of people get these mixed up, especially when talking about relationships. We also get mixed up in the thought of setting boundaries as statements. An example would be, you cannot call me past 11 p.m. This was something that Monica Denias talked about on one of my previous episodes. She brought to light that you can't make statements like that you need to have a consequence for when people cross them because you cannot control what that person's going to do. You can't say, 
you can't call me past 11 p.m. because you can't control what that person does. A way of setting a boundary instead would be, if you call me past 11 p.m., I'm not going to answer. That sets a clear boundary of, I don't want you to do that. And if you do do that because I can't control you, this is what's going to happen and this is how I'm going to react. I thought of a few ways to set boundaries within different areas of your life and I'm starting with relationships. For me, I don't have any strict boundaries in my current relationship that I can share just because I feel like me and my current partner have a really deep understanding and respect for each other. So it's very rare that a boundary is crossed, but I can't speak about past relationships and the ways that I may have failed at setting boundaries, especially because I was much younger Definitely a pushover, definitely less mature than I am now. A boundary that I definitely was not good at setting before was it's not my responsibility to make sure that you are responsible. Do not be a mother. You're a partner. I definitely struggled with this as a young girl dating a young mature boy. I was that girlfriend that would willingly do my boyfriend's homework. Now that is so unattractive to me and off topic, but I really think this ruins the attraction and respect that you have for your partner. It just is, it's kind of icky. It just feels gross. Like being a mother figure, it just ruins, it ruins it all. At the end of the day, of course, you're supporting that person, but it's not your responsibility to hold them afloat constantly and to make sure that they're being a grown adult man. That's just not something that you should be doing. And looking back, it's just embarrassing. Another boundary that I like to set is I refuse to be with someone who can't be held accountable make mistakes or compromise. Someone who's constantly not taking accountability for their actions, not owning up to the fact that they made a mistake or compromising on issues that you're not agreeing on is not worth it at all. It can be super frustrating whenever somebody isn't owning up to the fact that they messed up and just blaming it all on you and that can make you feel like crap because you think that everything's your fault even though it's not. Something that I also look for in a partner is the ability to argue. I will not tolerate somebody arguing at me. I don't argue with people. I have conversations. I talk about feelings. I don't argue, yell. That's not something that I will ever be a part of, very rarely. So a boundary in that area can look like I am not going to participate in any arguments with raised volume. I am going to walk away and give you some space and talk about things with you later. That's giving a boundary and setting an expectation of what your partner can expect whenever they, if hopefully they don't, do cross it because you can't control them, how you're going to react. Moving on to setting boundaries in your friendships, I'm just going to get into some boundaries that I really like to set because these are things that I don't look for in friendships and things that I think are red flags. I would set a boundary like, I won't participate in conversations that demean other women. That's a successful way of setting a boundary because you aren't saying that the other person isn't going to talk about it. You're just saying that you won't participate. I will personally never participate in conversations that demean other women because it is just such a red flag. It means that that person, especially if it's that person's friends and you think that they're close to that person, it just shows that that person's probably talking badly about you too. And it's just such a red flag. I think that a lot of times whenever girls talk about other girls, it's all based in insecurity. It's based in not knowing yourself, not knowing the value of yourself and basing that on the value of other women and you comparing yourself to them and trying to put them down so that you look better. And 
it's just something that I think is really icky and I think that it's also a really big sign of immaturity and a sign of jealousy and just not the energy that I want to be surrounding myself with. I always want to be surrounding myself with friendships that uplift other women and that are around loving, kind, mature women. Another boundary is I won't react to acts of pettiness or microaggression. That is something that I really freaking hate. I hate whenever girls are petty. It's not my thing. It's not the kind of people that I surround myself with. I'm the type of person that goes into every interaction so genuinely. And whenever people come back at me with pettiness or microaggression, just totally out of left field, it's not something that I'm going to react to. It's not something that I'm going to even notice. If somebody, for example, and I've done this in relationships too, if somebody is coming at me on a text saying something that sounds like it would be nice, they're not using it in a nice tone because they would normally put like this emoji or they would normally say it in this way. So you know that something's off, but they're not actually communicating it to you. They're just kind of playing a game of pettiness. I will respond like literally nothing is wrong. I'm literally going to respond like I have no idea that anything is wrong because I'm not reacting to that. If you have a problem, come to me and tell it to me and communicate it to me. Don't play games with me. I'm not going to react to it. I'm going to pretend like I cannot read the room and I have no idea what's happening until you come to me and are truthful and actually want to talk things out because that is just such a waste of time. It's so immature it's not something that I'm dealing with. Another red flag is whenever somebody doesn't honor your personal goals. Like if you have a goal to not spend money, not drink, not eat out as much, a real friend would support you. So a boundary in that way would be, hey, I'm not going to go to any plans that you invite me to that involve drinking because it's just something that I don't want to do right now. And if somebody's pressuring you to do it, just don't react. Just be like, sorry, I'm not doing that. Like, and then maybe distance yourself because why would somebody do that? So they still might invite you because you can't control other people, but you can always say no. And if they're mad at you, hey, I already prefaced that. So why are you upset at me? Because I already told you that I'm not going to be doing that like this month or something. I'm not going to be drinking this month. So why are you mad? I already told you that. The sign of a true friend would be them maybe inviting you for a night in to make mocktails or something. Just people who are really understanding of you and are thoughtful of your goals and your time as you should be of theirs because we uplift each other. We want each other to complete our goals and we just care about each other. Those are the type of friendships that I'm looking for. So I like to set boundaries like that to kind of weed the bad ones out that I don't really have time for. Moving on to setting boundaries in a work environment. Number one is making sure that your employers are valuing your time off. A boundary you can set is saying if you assign me any tasks during my time off, I am not going to be completing them until my normal work hours. Again, it's not controlling their behavior. They can assign them to you, but you're not going to complete them until you're back on your normal hours. I like to set communication expectations. For example, how you expect to be talked to, the level of communication you expect. I'm a very communicative person in a work setting, and sometimes that needs to be communicated to people I'm working with because maybe they aren't. Maybe they don't like to get a lot of updates. Maybe they don't like to talk in this manner and I just like to kind of preface how I expect the relationship to work so that we all know what's going on. Whenever you've been assigned too many tasks and it's just not even within the scope of work, you're not getting paid enough to do this, 
You could say, I don't have the capacity to get to all of those tasks today. Which would you like me to prioritize? So that they know, hey, I cannot do all this today. What do you want me to do first? Like, I think that's a very nice way of saying that. Luckily, I haven't had to set too many boundaries in my work environments. I haven't had like a corporate job or anything. So I haven't had many issues. My internship has been so amazing and I haven't had to set any boundaries there. Neither have I had to set any boundaries in my serving job just because it's a pretty easy laid back serving job. So I don't really have too much to say there. I can imagine a lot of situations that would arise, but personally, I don't have any things that I can give examples of except for the communication, because that is something that I really try to work on, especially in emails. That can also be really hard whenever you have a virtual relationship with somebody like brand deals, guests that I want to have on It can be difficult just to learn communication whenever you're getting into it in a professional standpoint virtually. Being in the generation of our caps lock being off and us just talking so in so many abbreviations and so many unprofessional ways, which obviously that's fine. That's who we are, just how we talk. But and then converting that to professional wise and talking to people your age professionally and it's so different and you're kind of learning it can just be a doozy. So I've just been kind of experimenting with just how to get my point across in the best way and the best tone is kind of rough. My last section is setting boundaries with yourself. I feel like that can be a really weird thing because it's just really, it's a weird situation thinking of, oh, I'm going to set a boundary with myself because you think I'm so comfortable with myself. I know myself. I know what I want. I know my goals. Why do I have to set a boundary with myself? And furthermore, how do I set boundaries because how do I give myself a consequence if we're following the way that I was saying you set this boundary because you can't control the person's behavior this is me I should be able to control my behavior so how am I going to set a consequence for the behavior that I already controlled you know it's just kind of a weird thing but I'm going to talk about some boundaries that you can set with yourself or kind of just goals that you can set with yourself I feel like it kind of falls underneath the same category but Being okay with not saying yes to everything, it makes you not able to do everything at 100%. You are allowed to say no and still be a kind person. As I talked about before, I've kind of come to the realization that maybe I am a people pleaser, so this one's hard because I do want to say yes to everything and I feel really bad saying no, saying that I don't have the time for that or that I'm not prioritizing that right now. It can be really difficult. This is kind of silly, but my brother recently struggled with an issue related to this. Well, as a teenage boy, I don't think he cared, but I noticed it. He was talking to a girl and she was kind of exceeding his boundaries that I didn't even firmly set with her, so she would. So he made up excuses and lied that he had plans because it was just too much. She was just kind of, she was over way too much. Instead of simply saying no, you don't have to lie or over explain yourself. Just say no. I feel like it's such a communication issue. Setting boundaries really helps because you both understand what you're expecting. And to talk about how much that didn't work, him and that girl don't talk at all right now. And that's because he didn't set boundaries. She didn't understand. And it was a whole problem. But here are some nice ways to say no. You can say, thank you for thinking of me, but I won't be available. I'm sorry I'm not available this weekend, maybe next weekend. 
I'm honored that you asked me, but I can't commit to that right now. I appreciate you asking me, but I can't. I feel like those are all really nice ways to say no because I'm always scared of saying no because I feel like it's going to sound mean. I'm going to sound like the I don't care about that person or I don't care that they went to ask me out. So I feel like acknowledging that, you know, I'm honored that you asked me. I appreciate you asking me. Thank you for thinking of me. Really takes away all those fears because you are acknowledging them and you know. And hopefully that person understands how grateful you are that they thought of you but it's just not going to work right now. Other boundaries you can set with yourself are unfollowing social media accounts that don't make you feel good about yourself. I think that this is a really important one because we often feel like we're gaining from following these social media accounts that maybe we compare ourselves to. And I think that doing some really deep thinking whenever you come across a piece of content, really questioning if it's actually helping you get inspired helping you learn something, making you happy about life, feel good about life. It can really help us curate our digital world and just make our digital life a better place because let's be real, we're on it all the time. You can set limits on scrolling time. If you know that that's a big problem for you, that's a boundary you should set with yourself. You can acknowledge that you have the right to end draining conversations or relationships. If something is draining for you, that can always be put as if you have this conversation, I am not going to partake in it. It's not a subject that I want to be talking about. It's draining to me. We've talked about this before. It's not going anywhere. I don't agree with you. Or relationships that are stuck in a rut, you have the right to end them. You have the right to not deal with that, to protect yourself. One that I really like is, it's okay to spend time alone without explaining myself. If somebody asks you out to plans and you don't feel like it, you don't have to explain yourself to them. You can just say no. And that goes back to you don't have to lie or over explain yourself. Just say no. If there's a friend that loves to go out every weekend and just have fun and you're down to have a fun time sometimes, but also you're down to be in your bed with hot chocolate watching a Christmas movie and they just don't understand that, that's fine. You don't have to explain yourself. They don't understand that. You don't have to be like them. They don't get to judge you. A good friend wouldn't judge you. I think really the takeaway from this is that for all of these boundaries, you don't have to explain yourself if the people in your life truly care about you. They're not going to make you explain yourself. They're not going to make you feel bad for your boundaries or decisions. They're going to understand. They're going to respect it and they're going to leave it alone as they should. And if somebody isn't then maybe it's time that that person takes a walk out of your life. Another boundary is other people have every right to not like me or to disagree with me, but not disrespect me. I personally will not have somebody that does not know me or has only had a few interactions with me disrespect me. I am going to walk out of that conversation. If we're having a conversation and they don't agree with me about a certain topic and they decide to be disrespectful, I am out. I am not going to deal with it. I'm not going to argue back because I already know that it's not going to go anywhere with a disrespectful person that doesn't respect other people's opinions. It's also really important to understand that everybody has the right to not like you. And that's just naturally going to happen. We're on this earth for so long. People are not going to like you. You're going to encounter so many people who maybe encountered you on a bad day at a bad time in your life. There's so many things that could happen. And 
they might not fully know you. And that's fine. They don't have to fully know you. You don't need to explain yourself to people that maybe don't like you. You don't need to try to get them to know you better so that they understand that you're not the person that they think you are. They have the right to not like you. And if they aren't understanding of whatever the situation was, then that's not a person that you want to be around anyways. It's just naturally going to happen and you can't let it get to you. Other people have that right and you have the right to not entertain it, to walk away from it, to walk away from those opinions and not give them any value. Because at the end of the day, whatever you give attention is what's going to grow. And if you're giving bad opinions about yourself attention, it's going to fester in your mind. And it's all you're going to think that exists when in reality, there's so many good opinions of you, you're just not paying attention to them. And so it feels like they don't exist. When it comes to setting boundaries, I think the first step is understanding the things that are taking away from your energy that have been upsetting you, that maybe repeatedly happen that you don't like because maybe you aren't setting clear boundaries with these people that are doing actions that you don't like and that are frustrating you, that are taking away from the positive energy in your life. Journal session will definitely outline some boundaries that you need to start setting. If you take anything away from this episode, it should be that the way to successfully set boundaries, do not set a boundary as a statement, set it as a reaction or consequence. Talk about what you do not want to have done and then if it is done because you cannot control the other person give the reaction that you will have because that is the true boundary if you do this i will react in this way that's all i have for today i hope that you are having the best winter season and that come the new year you can figure out your intentions figure out some new boundaries to set and implement these strategies or some of the boundaries that i gave i hope that the episode was valuable and i will see you in the next one thank you so much for sticking around to the end of the episode i hope it brought you value and if it did please don't forget to rate and review the show letting me know any feedback guests i should have on or topics i should talk about if you want to stick around please make sure to follow the show no review or follow goes unnoticed and I am so, so grateful for every single one. If you're interested in my content on other platforms such as Instagram or TikTok, they will be linked in the show notes. See you soon.